Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Cardinals Radio KMOX, celebrating great moments in opening day history. I'm Tom Ackerman. In 2006, the Cardinals opened Bush Stadium 3, and among the speakers before the game was the greatest Cardinal of them all, Stan Musial. It's a great park, and the way Billy Whitten is associates had it all come together. You know, it's just terrific. It's the beautiful ballpark. Share your home opening day memories on social media at hash my home opener. Our opening day eve edition of a Gray Bar Sports Open Line continues here on KMOX. Full day coverage of Cardinals opening day tomorrow. It starts with Total Information AM. Continues into our uh, kegs and eggs that we'll do be uh, doing uh, just outside of Ballpark Village. And then Cardinals Radio Network coverage will take over. I'll be with you for a pre and post on the network. And then back with you for the extra inning show and also sports open line tomorrow. Full day of Cardinals baseball coverage. We've been talking uh, a lot of catching today. We had Gary Bennett on earlier. And now we're very happy to welcome on another former Cardinals catcher. He is uh, Tom Pagnazzi and he joins us right now. Tom, thank you so much for uh, the time. How are you? Good, Matt. Appreciate it. What did it mean for you every year, just opening day? And what, what was it like going and being part of those festivities each year? Well, it's incredible. Um, first of all, you know, the excitement of the new year, uh, the expectations. Um, in fact, I, I'm over here at Cardinal Nation right now uh, with Ray King, you know, um, just telling stories and, and, you know, former Cardinal talking about the Cardinals opening day, what, what, the, the great show that they put on, and it's the same thing year after year. And I was telling a story about, you know, talking to other guys about how other organizations do it. Cardinals have done it the same way, and it works. I mean, the Hall of Famers are there, the Clydesdales, the, you know, Corvette or the Mustang or the Ford F-150. Uh, same thing year after year, and uh, they come out in droves. When you go back to when you were in your, your mid to late 20s, you were still a really young player, what did it mean for you on opening day when you got to shake hands and, and talk with all the Hall of Famers who came back for it? Well, that's the neat thing about the Cardinals. Uh, you know, they always brought them back. I mean, they were in spring training. You know, it was funny. It, it, it's not funny. We're in there talking, and, and Ray King goes, you know, the sad part is, you know, we're not going to have Lou Brock and Bob Gibson here for the first time, you know, um, opening day. Um, it, it's it's going to be different. Um, you know, they were always awesome when you came in and you saw them uh, telling their stories and, and them giving you smack. Uh, 
it's unbelievable. There, there's no other experience uh, like that for for a ball player. Yeah, I think about. I think you know. I grew up in St. Louis and going to to opening day, and I remember when Lou Brock would come out, and obviously everybody would be uh, doing the the Lou chant, and, and I remember looking at my parents and say, uh, trying to figure out what that was and why it was, and in many ways, opening day it kind of it merges almost the different gen- generations of Cardinals baseball into one day, if that makes sense. Without a doubt, without a doubt, and, and that's what this organization has always been so good um, is blending. I mean. There's going to be 30, 40 of us back tomorrow uh, for, for opening day, uh, former Cardinals that, that will be here, um, that, that they're, you know, you sit there and, and listen to the stories and, and the, the blending of generations. I'd never played with Ray King. You know, we're different errors, but we met, and here we are today uh, sitting there, you know, getting ready for tomorrow's game. The Cardinals bring in Wilson Contreras this year. What was your kind of initial thoughts when you found out he was going to become a Cardinal? Well, uh, well, first of all, you, know, you bring a Cub in, first thing I thought, man, maybe he's a next Lou Brock. <laughs> you know, you make that Cub, with the trade with the Cubs, or not trade, but you, you, you sign him. Um, you know, I think he's going to be a great addition. You know, offensively, he's going to be uh, an upgrade from Yachtier the last, you know, few years, but you know, you don't replace them. I mean, it, it's tough to replace a, a, a Hall of Famer like that, but I think they made the right selection. There's a guy that's going to embrace, uh, you know, he has a relationship with Yachty, and, and I think it's going to be a, a great transition. Um, he knows the Cardinal Cub history. He knows the, the division history. And, uh, you know, he's hungry to be with a team that wins consistently. I always tell stories. Here's the Cubs. You know, they win a World Series, and how fast they could they mess that up? You know, they disbanded that club pretty quick. Cardinals wouldn't do something like that. You've been involved in coaching, and when you look at the catching position, framing pitches has become so important, but maybe it's not going to be important uh, if the automated strike zone comes in. Now there's the bigger bases, so having a, a strong arm the way Contreras has, it seems like it's that much more important. What have you thought just you know, post-playing career, especially as you've helped develop some catchers, as you've seen kind of the profile defensively of catching change so much? Well, without a doubt, if, if the automatic strike zone comes in, it, it will change what you're looking for in a catcher. You're going to want a guy that can throw a little bit. The framing part's not – you're going to want more offense. And uh, I think that's what's going to change uh, from that standpoint. I think what we're getting with Contreras is, is the middle guy. Um, you know, that's going to bring a lot of offense. And, and I know some people sit there and talk about his defense still, you know, but, but he can play. I mean, I, I – I, there's not a, many guys on both sides that I, I would take a, a, ahead of him. As a catcher, what do you do to gain the trust of the pitchers who are throwing to you? Well, you know, talking, relationship, trusting, challenging, um, figuring out what makes them tick to get the best out of them. They're all different. They're all different personalities. And, you know, it was it was the old thing, you know, Tony Payne, you know, you know taught me, you know, you got to be a psychologist. You got to understand what fires this guy up, what calms this guy, what challenges this guy. It's not the same for everybody. They're all different. They're all different people. They all have different different styles, and that's the thing that you got to figure out is how to get the best out of each one of those guys every day.
basically, since you were the Cardinals catcher, it, it basically went you to Matheny to Molina and now Contreras. I know there was a year or two in there with like an Eli Marrero and a Mike DeFelice and guys like that. But essentially, the the multi year catchers, it, it was you three guys since since you came in and became the starting catcher. Is there is there pride for you in that? Just looking at the catching position in the history of the organization and how really not that many guys have have had the opportunity to do it. Without a doubt, and, and I and I always tell people it goes back to one guy, Dave Ricketts. Um, Dave Ricketts was our mentor to to all of us. You know, people what people don't realize Mike Matheny was released twice and came to St. Louis and, and something clicked. You know, not only offensively but defensively. Um, I use him as an example of what Dave Ricketts created. You know, I was I was not a very good catcher. I was just learning to catch. I didn't catch my first name until I was twenty years old. And, you know, Dave Ricketts was working with me and, and developed me to be the defensive guy that I, that I become. And, you know, after that, it was Matheny. You know, Marrero could have been. Marrero just didn't want to catch, you know, just when the bottom line gets to it. He wanted to, you know, he was, he was more athletic than all of us. He could run. You know, there's a lot of things he could do. Um, you know, then, then Molina came. But you can all go back to one thing, and it was Dave Ricketts. Derek Gould wrote an article in the Post-Dispatch just recently kind of getting into that and how the Dave Ricketts drills and techniques are still used in spring training up until now. And, you know, when you walk around the spring training complex, you see the Ozzie Smith field. Like, it's, uh, you see so many things that, that harken back to the important people in the history of this organization that have helped players develop. And it's, it's always cool for me talking to people like you and hearing about those different individuals and the impact that they had and still continue to have on this organization. Well, that, that's the, the neat thing about what the Cardinals have always been. They, they've had tradition. They've kept good people. Um, you know, you go back to George Kissel, uh, that, you know, I think every big leaguer that was around, you know, every player, not necessarily big leaguer, every player, they would talk about George Kissel and guys like that. Um, you know, the, this organization took a lot of pride, and, and they had a, you know, I know people talk about the Cardinal way. And they they stuck to it, and, and they had their their rules. They had their ways that the, that they did things. And uh, uh, but you know you you can't argue with the success. Um, you know we're not a huge market team like New York or L.A. where you can you can buy success. You have to develop, and they're you know they're in the top two or three every year. In developing players, look look what they have coming in their minor league system. I've seen a couple of those guys play. And I live in Fayetteville, Arkansas, and I go to the Northwest Arkansas. You know, watch the Naturals when the Cardinals come in. They have some talent coming. I mean, this this isn't bare, guys. It, they got some great players coming. He is former Cardinals catcher Tom Pagnazzi. Tom, thank you so much for the time. Enjoy opening day, and hopefully, we can catch up with you again moving forward. You bet, Matt. Appreciate it. Thank I, you so much. You bet. There's Tom Pagnazzi joining us here on the program. We appreciate him taking a moment or so with us. We've got another uh, interview coming up. Uh, we are going to be joined by Daniel Guerrero, covers the Cardinals and uh, Cardinals minor leagues. Uh, Jordan Walker's here. A lot more guys are coming. We'll talk about that and more with Daniel Guerrero. We'll do that next. It's a Gray Bar Sports Open Line on opening day eve right here on KMOX. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island 
Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.